Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. This is the original Urban Podcast. Um, you know, it's been a little while since uh, I was last live. I think uh, before Thanksgiving, I wanted to take some time off, be with the family, kind of you know, relax, recharge. Um, and, and to be quite honest with you, I really wasn't like, you know, y'all know me. I've been doing this for a very long time, very long time. And um, I don't just, well, not anymore, I don't just do shows just to do them. Um, if you guys haven't noticed, I'm not like an every week guy, every two, whatever it is. Like I pretty much come live when I'm ready to talk about something, when I'm passionate about something. And, you know, nothing has really been inspiring me uh, lately until this week, until we had uh, Lizzo, you know, jumping in the news, Lizzo. So I said, you know what? Ding, 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 ding. That's what we'll do. That's what we'll talk about. We'll talk about Lizzo today. Um, but real quick, guys, just want to uh, give a couple of shout-outs. Today's show is brought to you by TRC Auto Sales. Visit trcautosales.com, TRC Life Coaching. For a free consultation, email askdaydon at gmail.com. And if you have not already, uh, order your copy of my award-winning novel, The Love We Had, on Amazon and wherever, where else you buy books. Um. Lizzo, I put in the little description that, you know, Lizzo is um, disgusting, um, inappropriate, overweight, out of shape, and clearly dealing with some insecurity issues, needs to have a seat, um, period. There's not a but there. There's not, you know, like a continuation of that. It's a period. She is all of those things. I want to preface that because, you know, I made some th- some statements on, online where people were feeling like I was defending her, <laughs> you know what I mean, which is, which is crazy. I would never defend something like that, like her. Um, so this is not a defense of Lizzo. Um, but what I was, my point was, I said that just like she needs to have a seat, just like she's suffering from uh, most likely depression, low self-esteem, uh, insecurity issues, I said, just like artists like Beyonce, artists like Rihanna, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, all of these women that literally make millions of dollars from shaking their ass. And in the same way, I mean, it's weird. I always talk about sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm living in the twilight zone or something. Because, like, and there's another word for that, which we'll talk about a little bit later. It's, not the, it's definitely not the twilight zone, but it's something that we're living in. But I'll tell you all a little bit later what I mean by that. But we're living in a society where people, they like what they like. You know, they love, they're taught and brainwashed to love Beyonce, taught and brainwashed to love what's popular, what's cool, what's pretty, what's beautiful. You know, if you're pretty, if you're in shape, you know, if you look good, you make good songs, then it's okay to... Uh, twerk, then it's okay to, uh, you know, shake your ass or show boobs or whatever it is that, you know, these people are doing. And, you know, I want to talk today a little bit about double standards in in society, double standards in entertainment and media, and, you know, take a look at, you know, complexion, take a look at race, um, you know, that because a lot of this stuff, you know, weight size, these are driving factors uh, be- behind why we're even talking about Lizzo today, why people are outraged. I mean, it's amazing. People are outraged over Lizzo, me- meanwhile downloading music 
that glorifies sex, violence, drugs, promiscuity, prostitution, um, I mean, and all types of other stuff, you know, but they're mad at Lizzo. And their rationale for being mad at Lizzo is because there were kids around. Well, I want to talk about that, too. I want to talk about that rationale. Well, there, there were children at the bathroom. The reality is nobody cares about these kids. You know what I mean? Let's, we have, first thing we have to do is we have to stop the false outrage over caring about these kids, right? We do. We, we as a society, you know, and, and especially in the entertainment industry, 90% of these, this music, 90% of these entertainers market, specifically target and market their music, these raunchy lyrics, these videos, these performances, and all this negative stuff that's brainwashing the youth, they, it's done on purpose. These eggheads sit in the back room, the analytics guys, they determine, okay, let's market it to this demographic, and a lot of times that demographic is children. You know, the marketing campaigns, the rollouts, the advertising that is put for these uh, people into, you know, programs, kids' programs, children's programs, or prime time stuff that they know children are watching. So we can't, we really got to get out of this sense of false outrage over Lizzo and this whole basketball game. It's like, oh, there were kids around. Okay, well, guess what? There are kids watching primetime television where, where Beyonce came out shaking her ass at the Super Bowl, you know, where Rihanna did all the stuff that she's doing. You know, I mean, this is not anything new. You know, the VMAs, which, who do y'all think are the VMAs? Or the VMAs are for kids. The VMAs are for teenagers. Teenagers, are, you know, are technically our children. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're under 18, that you're still a child. You know, but let's not act like there are not younger children than 17 years old, 18 years old, watching the VMAs, watching the Super Bowl, watching these music videos where people were having all types of sex scenes and menage a trois. And it's just, you know, we got to start being honest with ourselves. You know, people, the reality is people just don't like what Lizzo did because she's fat. I wasn't going to sit there and go back and forth with people online over this stuff. I'm just going to tell you all what it is. She's fat. You know what I mean? And she was, she, that's why people have a problem. I promise you, let Beyonce have done the exact same thing. People would have been cheering. People would have loved every second of it. You know it, and I know it. You know what I mean? We cannot act like people want to really go back and forth. Like, oh, well, show me when Beyonce has done that. Show me when. What you mean? Like, if, what, what do you mean? Show you. you. Like, you haven't been watching over the last 10 to 15 years. Well, really, 15 years. 15 to 20 years that she's been in the industry at this point. She's been doing stuff like this. What do you think Cardi B did, uh, does? And, and, and the whole reason why she's, she's famous. You know, I mean, look at Megan Thee Stallion. She literally just performed in a thong at the VMAs, like literally just this year. Like, you know what I mean? Literally a few months ago, she was in a thong twerking and dancing in front of millions. The same way Lizzo was just twerking. Google it. I posted a picture on the, on the thread. So it's like, what are you talking about? But again, you know, the rationale is, well, that was a performance. That was, you know, she was on a stage as opposed to at a basketball game. 
Like, what what difference does it make? What, what what does that mean? Like, who cares where it was? It doesn't matter where. You know what I mean? It's like somebody gets shot on the street, you know, versus someone who gets shot in a school. We're talking about double standards today. The school shootings, you know, are national tragedies. You know, the school, school shootings are acts of terrorism or whatever they want to call it. But a mass shooting in, Phil, in, the, in, in the hood in Philadelphia is just whatever. It barely makes the news, if it makes the news at all. A tragedy is a tragedy. A hoe is a hoe. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if it's at a basketball game. It doesn't matter if it's at the Super Bowl. Beyonce, Michelle, and Kelly came out in thongs or whatever else the heck they had on showing their asses, shaking asses, you know, in, 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 a, in a pit of fire to simulate, you know, being in hell. You know, like that's, that's a whole other conversation. Go back and check out my uh, special Super Bowl special from that year, from years ago, if you want to hear more about that. But, I mean, this stuff is not okay no matter what it is, no matter where the venue is. But let's let's take a minute. And uh, and real quick, shout out to everybody listening, uh, iHeartRadio, podcast, uh, iTunes, Blog Talk, Facebook, everybody uh, checking in wherever you are, whatever city, man. Shout out to you guys. Uh, somebody sent me a message from Japan recently. said, oh, you know, I love your show. I'm like, wow. I didn't even know people listened over in Japan. So definitely, man, just uh, I appreciate the support. But I want to back up a little bit. I want to back up. So who – because I feel like this type of stuff, I don't want to just talk about it like everyone else is talking about. I want to, you know what I do? I like to unpack things and, you know, um, break things down, analyze them a little bit. So who is Lizzo? Who, like, who is she? I, I wasn't that familiar with her um, prior to this whole thing. I mean, you know, I see stuff and she's nominated for some Grammys and, um, you know, she's has these songs on the radio um, that my kids tell me to turn off. And it's funny because, my kids, you know, certain songs might come on, and and they they would like it. She's like, oh yeah, I like this. I like this. I'm like, how did you even know this song? Turn it off. But then now, if the song comes on, they're like, no, turn it off. Turn it. What is it? the truth hurts? Like they hate it. Like you know what I mean? I hate. I've always hated it. But it's like these songs are catchy, and people gravitate towards them. And, and interestingly enough, Lizzo has been around for a little while. Like this is not. She's not new. I think she came. I read she came out in the industry in like 2012, 2013, and has put out albums before or whatever. I guess, but now, it's just now achieving, you know, some level of commercial success. So that's who that's who she is. Uh, the song "Good as Hell" is the, the current single, um, which is you know very ironic and, and uh, I should say oxymoronic. Uh, "Good as Hell," but that's you know a whole another conversation. But she's getting constant airplay. And I, I just want people to understand. You know, you have to understand how the industry works, um, first and foremost. You are not going to be an entertainer, you know, achieving mainstream commercial success in today's society if you are not putting out music that pushes a particular agenda. Okay? That is a fact. You're not going to. You're any, if you are achieving commercial success, if you are achieving, you know, the, the interviews, the Jay Leno show, the Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon, whatever it is, Conan, um, all these, you know, the, the talk show circuit, if you are, you know, getting number one records and 
you know, having that mainstream success. You are going to be putting out images and lyrics and innuendo, uh, you know, all types of demonic, satanic, uh, you know, ideologies that are designed to brainwash, um, negatively influence kids as well as adults. That's what you're going to do, whether it's these rappers, whether it's R&B, whether it's a lot of it and pop. You know, pop, it's not like a black thing or a white thing. It's just that's what you're going to be about. You're not going to put out positivity, is my point, and be achieving that type of success. Not going to be uplifting people, putting out imagery that says respect yourself, value yourself, love yourself. You know, and if you do put out certain things that have that message, you best believe you're going to also be putting out negativity to contradict that in the, in the contrast there. These are facts. You just can look around and see that. So what she's doing is sort of take a closer look at what's happening. Not only does she have these songs out, and if you listen to the lyrics, you already know what the, the subject matter is. But in addition to that, she, she recently posed naked on Instagram, right? She re- recently has, she did a photo shoot, a butt naked photo shoot, looking absolutely disgusting. You know what I mean? Like it, it really turned my stomach, um, not because she's fat and disgusting, but because, you know, she just, she doesn't value herself. Um, and I'd be saying the same thing if it was, you know, someone who was physically attractive, which she's clearly not. Uh, you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just being honest with you. I didn't come here to, you know, lie to y'all. I came here to keep it honest with y'all. Like she's absolutely disgusting. Um, and, and that's not I don't want I don't want people to feel like I'm saying because you're overweight you're disgusting. I'm not saying that at all because it's very possible and many women do a great job of being you know overweight, working on their appearance, working on their health, you know, and still being classy, you know, not being disgusting. And I, I'm sorry I can't think of a you know a better word to describe Lizzo than just disgusting. I mean you know it, 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 what's even more disgusting is that there are people out there who believe that she's not disgusting. You know what I mean? There are people that believe that she is empowering. I've heard that word being thrown around. She's empowering women to to express themselves and to be themselves. It's, it's, it's not empowering. See, that's, we live in a society where that term empowerment used to mean something. It used to mean something. See, when I think of empowerment, I think Harriet Tubman. I think Rosa Parks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think of women. I think like my mom. You know, I think my grandma. You know, those are the names that come to my mind when I think empowering, like loving yourself, respecting yourself, valuing yourself. Not women. It's not empowering to tell women to use a man for their money, to if a man is going to take you out, Make, or excuse me, you're going to give a man sex, make him take you out first, make him give you money, make him get your hair, your hair done, your nails done. That's not empowering women. That's encouraging prostitution. You understand that? That's, that's not empowerment. Back in the 1950s, 1960s, and even before that, you know, we had actual women. We had a society that frowned upon hoish behavior. You know, um, now we have a society where society encourages Behavior, you know, and these are things that I don't, 
I don't think are okay, mainly because I have a daughter, you know, who I have to be held accountable to. I have to explain certain things to, you know, who's old enough to understand lyrics, you know, understand the subject matter, understanding the contradiction of society putting people in a positive light, you know, but meanwhile actually listening to what they're saying and like, whoa, you're a quote-unquote positive person. You're a woman who empowers people, but this is what you're actually saying. See, little kids are smart enough to understand the contradiction and the hypocrisy, you know. So what she's doing here is she's posing on Instagram butt naked, um, doing this photo shoot, and here's the most the, the most sickening thing about it was that, and this is all, all a much deeper, I'm kind of glancing over it, but this is a much deeper agenda behind this. If you guys know me, if you know what's really going on out here, um, there's a reason why that whole thing was covered by People Magazine. Now, you really got to ask yourself, you guys are intelligent people, you really have to ask yourself, like really think about it. Of all the entertainers, you know, of all the celebrities, of all the you know, people on Instagram showing ass, posting boobs, you know, going live, doing different things. Why would one probably arguably the most popular media outlet as far as entertainment is concerned, why would People Magazine feel the the need to do a whole article, a whole spread on Lizzo specifically talking about this Instagram photo shoot? Why why is why is Lizzo doing a, a a nude photo shoot national news? Why is that popular? Why 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 does the world need to know about that? Now, if you again, if you guys know what's really going on out here, you know you know exactly why. You know, you got to also ask yourself, why why is Time magazine you know naming Lizzo the entertainer of the year? What is the reason for this? It, well, there's a very specific reason for it, you know, but this is a shorter show now. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't – we have to start understanding the agenda that's at work. They take people, whether it's Cardi B, whether it's Beyonce, whether it's Nicki Minaj, everyone has a particular time and everyone has a particular moment in, that they're going to use to push this agenda. And the agenda never changes. The people change, The, the you know, the pieces you know, change, but the agenda itself is to, you know, um, make it so that, you know, it's okay, that the masses believe it's okay and it's right to have no moral compass. That's that's really what this whole thing is about. So you take popular people and put the, put them in positions of power and influence and then there you have it. Well, they said it's okay. People Magazine said it's okay. Time Magazine, Time Magazine said that they're, you know, they're influential. They're great. They're the entertainer of the year. So whatever they, so, so that's their past. So from that point on, whatever they do, it becomes okay for you to do and for you to emulate and for your kids to emulate. You know what I'm saying? And that's how this whole thing works. You know, you link up uh, Beyonce with Michelle Obama. And boom, there you have it. Beyonce can do no wrong. Michelle Obama can do no wrong because they're both accepted by the masses. And, that, and you know, it's very specific. It's very specific. 
You know what I mean? I can, I mean, I know even I can play the game. You know, I can put up a post right now saying, you know, you men aren't shit. You know, men, stop dogging women. Respect women. Fellas, stop playing games. 100 likes instantly. And so for that week, and I put up a, a link to go buy my book. Everybody buys my book. Everybody, you know, loves me. Everybody likes it, whatever. That's just the, that's just what, I don't do that. I'm not, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not here for that. But I'm just saying that's how the game works. You know what I mean? And that's what they're doing on an obviously much larger scale. So, like I said, Lizzo is someone who currently has millions and millions of fans looking up to her, you know, idolizing her. So from that point, you have to now look at, okay, she has these fans. What message is she giving these fans? Like, what is she talking about? Well, recently she responded to the criticism and told everyone to kiss her ass. She said, kiss my ass. She said, you know what? I don't care what you think, and I'm paraphrasing. She said, but, you know, I don't. I'm not here for you. She said, if you kiss my ass, every, everything will go away. Like, just all this stupid stuff. She put out a whole thing, you know, and that is not, I mean, it's not much different from what Beyonce was, when t- was telling uh, women to bow down, bow down, bitches. You know, Lizzo was saying, kiss my ass, bitches. It's like, that's the, you know, we are def- we're living in a society where we're headed towards anarchy. You know, we're headed towards a, a lifestyle of people just do what you want to do, live without rules, live without limitation. But what a lot of people don't know is that is the whole essence of the Church of Satan, who who has a motto of basically do as thou wilt, do what you want to do. People don't realize the similarity. They don't realize that they're this whole I don't care mindset, do what you want to do, defy rules, defy authority. That's based on satanic principles. Now, I'm not just talking about satanic principles. I'm talking about the actual Church of Satan's principle, that what they're founded upon. You guys can Google this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And that's but that's what the entertainment industry is based off of. When people talk about, oh, you know, the, the industry is, is evil, the industry is that, you're damn right it is. You know what I mean? Not just figuratively. I mean, literally, it's actual evil. You know what I mean? It's it's literally glorifying things that you know, God hates money, sex, power, um, idolism, um, you know, greed, um, idolatry. You know, that's that's just what this stuff is. You know what I mean? It's glorifying things of that are not of God. And, you know, ironically, one of the things that Lizzo does is she claims to, you know, want to inspire women and empower young women. You know, you can Google some some videos of her talking to the youth. She even has this, uh, she says, do what makes you happy. But she also has these little PSAs out there about uh, advocating the gay lifestyle, the transgender lifestyle, you know, LGBTQ, ABCDFGHIA, like all that, that whole thing. You know, it's it's not of God, but what we what we're doing is, you know, we have created an environment that anyone who opposes 
You know what I'm saying? What people call it, it's like, oh, we're just going to call it freedom. You know, we have a right to be free. People have a, they have rights. That's the new term, rights. It's gay rights, transgender rights. So we live in America, so that means everyone has rights. But, and that's the new thing. That's the new catchphrase. But, you know, so because it's like, and I've been accused of this myself, you know, oh, you're judgmental, you know, or you are, you're a bigot. You know, you're being, you're not being inclusive. But it's like, at what point what, are we allowed to stand up for our spiritual beliefs, our moral beliefs? Or do we know, do, do, do human rights transcend your spiritual beliefs? Just, I don't have to accept your lifestyle. You know, we're creating an environment where you don't have to accept, you know, my beliefs. But that's the essence of America. We we all have it's both. Yeah, you have rights to do what you want to do, but I also have religious rights to not accept it, to not like it, not support it, and that's so it's all, it's actually okay on both sides. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's talk about what, what's all the hype about. What did I say online though? They they got everybody so riled up. I was just chilling, man. I've, I've been having a really great week. I'm not sure why. I don't know. I've just been having a really good week. You know, being in a good mood, you know, happy-go-lucky, having a good time, you know, and all of a sudden, I just, you know, I saw this whole Lizzo thing, so I said, I put set up on Facebook, I said, all these pretty and petite entertainers, they they show ass, and the world loves it, but because Lizzo's fat, all of a sudden, it's a problem, you know, and that's the thing. No one had a problem with 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 um with with Lizzo when she was on Instagram. Right? No one. So what does she do? She goes to this Lakers game in LA and they're playing this song. So she first of all she comes to the and I can't I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I don't want y'all to think that this is random. Okay, we that's the whole point of this thing. I, we could talk about it like, oh, yeah, that just happened. But this didn't just happen. This was very – Lizzo is new to the industry. I've tried not to talk about it, but I can't know what's going on without talking about it. This is not new. When you want, when you want to get eight Grammys, when you want to be at the absolute top, top, top of the game, of the industry, you got to pay your sacrifice. you got to pay your dues, okay? And this is all this is. Lizzo is paying her dues. These little events. These little things don't just happen. They're orchestrated. And that's what – so there's a reason why we're even talking about just just an FYI. You know, this is all planned. It's all put together by the powers that be, her controllers, her handlers. I hope you guys understand this. You know, all this stuff is. In, in today's society, very few things just happen. These tragedies don't just happen. Lizzo twerking doesn't just happen. It's planned. That's how this stuff works. But this is a reason why she's just getting into the industry. Um, and she's just, and you know, she's twerking and she's posing nude. These are things that she has to do. You have to, you know, pay the price. You got to, you know, sacrifice certain things. Not just sacrifice certain things, but you got to sacrifice certain things publicly. You know what I'm saying? You have to let it be known. This is what you stand for. You have to let it be known, like, yo, I don't care. I don't, I'm willing to do whatever. I'm willing to sacrifice my morals or I don't even have any morals or values. That's, what, that's what's happening. And so what a lot of, you know, I've mentioned, you know, Beyonce, Cardi B, this whole new crowd of women 
They've all been doing this stuff, like I said earlier. But what I'm seeing online is people are making excuses, and they were even throwing ones at her. If they can see the guy, I don't know if I saw the video, the dude throwing ones and, you know, don't like, like it, making it rain like it's a strip club. And it's like, yo, this is not a strip club. You're not. You're at a basketball game. And, again, I don't, I don't want this to come off like I'm defending her. I hope it doesn't, you know, because she was dead wrong. But you cannot hate Lizzo for that or be mad at Lizzo for that, but, but, you know, but not have a problem with all this other stuff that we see. You know, I mean, people are saying, well, it's a basketball game. Well, here's the thing. Speaking of a basketball game, you know, how many of y'all saw, I don't remember what year it was, I want to say like two or three years ago maybe, where the Migos came out at the All-Star game and they performed at the halftime show rapping about cooking crack, whipping up crack. What was that song? I forget the name of the song, but that was the essence of the song was them singing and rapping about crack, cooking, cooking crack, whipping up crack in the kitchen. Like you're, you're, you know what I mean? You're creating music that glorifies drug use, drug dealing, hustling, you know, a criminal lifestyle at the all-star game. Now the all-star game was, I mean, we're talking about an NBA game. Well, this is the, the height, the pinnacle of the NBA game. This is the actual all-star game. And I talked about it then. If you guys listen to me and follow me, you know, shout out to Tanisha, who's been listening to me for the last 15 years or so. She's probably one of the few people who I like, can think of that I know, like, wow, she's been around the, the whole time. Listen, she remembers, you know, she remembers. Like, I talk about this stuff. I've been talking about this stuff. I talked about it three years ago with Austin. I'm like, wait a minute. How were they sitting out there, you know, you know, making making this music, performing music in front of kids, in front of families, in prime time at the All Star Game, about cooking crack. Just so, just follow me. Think about. Listen to what I'm saying to you. The Migos is rapping about selling, slinging crack, at a basketball game, the biggest basketball game there is. That's okay. And I said then, literally, I did not hear one person protest. I didn't hear one person say, let's boycott the NBA. I didn't hear anyone mad at the Migos. This, I didn't have to do a whole show on it because nobody cared about it. Nobody, nobody even noticed that the Migos at the All-Star game were rapping about cooking crack cocaine to distribute and sell to children and crack fiends and every, anyone else who wants it. But that's okay. But because Lizzo was fat, nasty, and disgusting, and she wanted to shake her ass at the basketball game, that's a problem. Does anyone see a problem with that? Does anyone see hypocrisy? Does anyone see a double standard there? And if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Like, if you, if you were outraged when you heard the Migos rapping about selling crack and cooking crack in the kitchen at the All-Star game, if you heard outrage that Maybe I just didn't hear. Maybe you and your friends heard that or you and whoever, like, you know about that, and I just missed it. I missed all the Facebook outrage, all the posts bashing Amigos and, you know, all that stuff. If I missed it, let me know. I'll go back and look for it. But the reality is nobody cared. Why? Because, one, they're men, 
You know what I mean? That's just, see, men can do whatever. There's, there's so many different layers. Like I said, it's weight, it's race, there's complexion issues, there's, there's gender. There's all types of double standards in society. You know, and so for me, it's not we. It's not about race. You know, it's not about gender. This is about as a society, we need to make a decision about who we are, what we stand for. Um, you know, what we want our kids to see. What how we want to live our lives, and what kind of morals do we have? What kind of values do we have? You know, because the reality is everybody is just out here doing what they want to do. You know, I mean, literally, we love Beyonce. They call it the beehive. And I just, and just in a few, like, I, I do it. Like, I've been doing this a long time. I was one of the first people to really speak out against what Beyonce is doing 15 years ago publicly. And do you guys remember all the hatred and the backlash and the attacks? People say, I feel sorry for your wife. I hope you have kids. So they can grow up to be this and that. and that. Like, literally, they would like, and my kids weren't even born yet. I used to do this publicly. Like, people would be bashing me and attacking me. Why? Just because I was saying, yo, this is someone who's influencing negativity. This is someone who is encouraging promiscuity. You know, same thing. It's that every generation, that's what I got to realize. Every generation has an influential hope. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just what it is. You know, someone who is pushing a, uh, a morally challenged agenda to the masses. And that's just a nice way of saying it, you know. But that's what we have to do. We have to, because it's not, like I said, if you were one of those people, and I see a lot of people listening in, uh, shout out to people on Facebook, a lot of the people on that thread are, are listening, and they're like, wow. And they were the ones saying, well, how are you bashing Beyonce? Beyonce is this, Beyonce is great. But it's like, I'm sure you can find it, I know I can find it, videos of her twerking. Videos of her in a song. Video, and I'm not just using her. I'm just using her as an example. But tons of these Instagram models that have a million likes, you know, a million, you know, on one picture, 500,000 likes for doing the exact same thing that Lizzo did. Like, think about it. Because the reality is we're not just talking about basketball. People want to act like we're just talking about basketball. It has this whole, we can act like it, we can pretend, but this whole thing has nothing to do with a basketball game. It has nothing to do with the fact that there were kids around. We have to be honest. This has to do with the fact that Lizzo is fat and unattractive. That's the only reason why men weren't turned on by it, and that's the only reason women didn't look at it and be like, oh, I like that. You know, I like that. You know, you know who a lot of the main people following these Instagram hoes are? Yeah, they've got men, but a lot of it is women. You know how many women follow Instagram models that they don't even know and they don't will never interact with? They follow them because they're they're enthralled by them. You know, they love them. You know what I'm saying? They live vicariously through them. It's like, wow, they're taking a trip here while they're able to do these IG lives and talk about this and that, and they can be so open and free and honest and they can twerk without any backlash. They can talk about having sex. And the reality is they, a lot of women are envious that they can't live those types of lifestyles. You know what I'm saying? And, that, I mean, that's just really what it is. And men, you know, obviously you're going to have men that lust after them. And, and the reality is, and this is even deeper, the women love seeing the men lusting after them because deep down 
many women struggle with insecurity, struggle with low self-esteem, and they want that attention for themselves. So they follow these celebrities and live vicariously through them. It's like, wow, your likes are now my likes. You, these guys making you feel good about your insecurities, okay, yeah, they're not complimenting me like that, but whatever. You, them doing it for you is good enough. That's really, and, I, and I'm only saying this because as a life coach, I've actually had women admit these things to me. I've actually had women say, you, you know what, they're not on your right, you know, yeah, I you know I love I do I did show my breasts in that picture, you know um, my profile picture, my vacation picture, you know I didn't really need to show the fact that I was laying on the beach, but the reality is I knew if I put that picture up, men would like it, men would tell me I'm sexy, and that made me feel good about myself. That made me feel good about my insecurities. So you're right, that's the real reason I put that picture up, you know. And if you guys are ready to be honest with yourselves. Inbox me, DM me, ask data on a Gmail, email me, you know, to start the process of healing, start the process of, of self-reflection, you know. But the reality is we as a society have to, you know, make it clear who and what we stand for. The venue doesn't matter. The social media platform doesn't matter. You got to ask yourself, would you want your mom, your daughter, your sister, your aunt, your grandma twerking and stripping. I've seen grandmoms twerking. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it. And see, this is what, one of the things I try to tell women, uh, you know, I give advice on Facebook and different places. The reality is, you know, there's a big difference between genuine interest and sexual attraction. Okay, and and that there's a big difference. A lot of women think, oh yeah, Lizzo. Obviously, she wanted attention. Yeah, she was twerking at a basketball game. But the reality is, a lot of women out here on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, they seek attention in the same exact way. They seek attention, you know, showing ass, bikini shots, boobs, taking videos. These little Facebook going live on Facebook, not even talking, just you know, just showing their breasts. It's like, yo, what are you doing? You know, I'll kill myself before I let, you know, my daughters, you know, feel like, or see my daughter feel like she has to seek that type of affirmation from men. The fa- I blame the fathers. The fathers are the ones that should be giving this attention. Lizzo's dad, wherever the hell he may be, you know, he failed. She got his daughters out there on, on, on Instagram showing her ass for millions. And I'm not even talking about the basketball. I'm talking about just doing naked photo shoots. Just, just, it's, it's horrible. You know, and these men, Google, I mean, somebody do it for me. Google, where's Lizzo's dad? Google, Lizzo's dad. And just see, I'm sure, I'm, I'm almost 90% sure we'll, we'll find out that her father abandoned her, or her father was not in her life, or her father was a Debbie, or her father was a negative influence in some way. It's, it's almost impossible to turn out like Lizzo and have a loving, strong, masculine father figure. It's, I bet my, my house, I bet every penny I have that, she didn't have that that father figure, that father in her life as a daughter, as a you know. She just didn't have it. It's almost impossible. And nobody wants to. You see, it's just the thing. Everybody is making excuses. All the people are saying, "Well, you know, Lizzo could do this, and she should be able to do that." But it's like, would you want your daughter doing that? Pretty sure not. 
You know, we don't, we don't, we, we don't, we should not be encouraging these things. She said, Lizzo said on us, here's the quote right here. She said, never let someone stop or shame you from being yourself. You know, she said, don't let someone stop you or shame you from being yourself, doing what you want to do. She said, this is the happiest that I've ever been. I am surrounded by love, and I spread love, and I also spread these cheeks. What kind of crap is that? What I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is that? She said, she said, I spread love, but I also spread these cheeks. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the society that we live in where it's okay. Where pe- we have created an environment where people feel comfortable saying ridiculous things like that because they know they'll be cheered. Try saying that back in 1950. Try saying that 20 years ago. People looked at you like you were crazy. You know, who remembers? I always use this analogy on the show, but for newer listeners, who remembers in Love Jones where Nia Long was afraid to tell her friend that she slept with Lorenz Tato in the first night. Remember that? She was afraid. She tried to hide it. She, her friend had to drag it out of her because she didn't want to be, because if she, and Lorenz Tate wasn't like a bad guy. He wasn't horrible. He wasn't even trying to dog her. But just the, the, the thought of having sex with someone, having a one-night stand with someone at that time was viewed upon like you didn't respect yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, look how far we've come. Let you have sex with someone right now. It's not even a thing. It's not even a, a issue. It's not even, people don't want to even blink. You know what I mean? People are, oh, if you want to have a threesome, go have a threesome. If you want to do this, you want to, like, it's just every, no matter what you want to do is accepted. What does that sound like? Do as thou wilt. Do what you want. No one has ever told Beyonce to cover up. We live in a society. We don't. No one tells her to put clothes on. Nobody tells Cardi B stop shaking her ass at the VMAs. No one censored. You know. Um, I remember a time, even when I was growing up. I remember a time when they used to blur stuff out. Now you you say a curse word, they bleep it out. They you show a little a thong, you show a little ass crack. You show it was it was too much cheeks. They would blur it out because that was considered offensive. Y'all, do y'all, y'all remember that? We're all we're all around the same age or so. They would blur it out. Why was it okay for Lizzo? I mean, excuse me, well, why was that not blurred out? Why was it okay for Lizzo? You know, even when reporting it, they let that be seen on TV. I remember time, even if you're reporting something as a news, you would, rep- you would blur that out. I remember at the, at the VMAs, you know, not remember Miley Cyrus was twerking. Nobody said anything about Miley Cyrus. Nobody said anything about Megan Thee Stallion. Maybe I was – because I've never heard anyone say even talk about this. No one's ever said anything about Megan Thee Stallion. I, w- I couldn't believe what I saw. She was – I mean, listen to what I'm saying. She had a song on. She performed the whole song, the whole – at the VMAs, I think it was at the pre-show this year. Listen to what I'm saying to you. She literally performed her whole set in a song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what she did. So where's the backlash? Where is the show about Megan Thee Stallion? Although I did do a show on Megan Thee Stallion a few months ago. Check it out if you missed it. All, all the shows are archived at – this wasn't the podcast. This was just a Facebook Live, and all the Facebook Lives before I brought the podcast back 
the Data on Tolbert Show, the original Urban Podcast back, uh, those are in the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group in the announcement section. They're all archived there. But all the podcasts are at datontolbertshow.com. So that's where the show I did, I talked about Megan Thee Stallion when she first came out, all the things that I was seeing from her. It's like, where was every, where was the outrage? No one told her to cover. We have celebrities out here who literally blaspheme the name of God. Okay? I mean, literally. I'm talking about if you guys study Satanism, if you study satanic symbolism, demonic symbolism, we're talking about devil horns, we're talking about upside-down crosses, we're talking about goat heads, you know, we're talking about Baphomet himself. You guys know about any of this stuff? This stuff is, are things that can all be seen blatantly in Beyonce videos, blatantly in Jay-Z videos, blatantly in Rick Ross videos. Every hip-hop video you'll see out there has clear and blatant satanic and demonic imagery. I see it every single day. These are, it's not, I'm not just saying that these are facts. I see it. You can see it. If you, if you want to pull up a video, I'll show you. There it is right there. Do a pause on your phone. Do a screenshot. You'll see it. It's like, so my point is all of this stuff is out there, and no one says anything, right? No one says anything. But Lizzo dancing in a song because she's fat is a problem? You know? It's, it's crazy. That's, and that's the only reason. There's no, in fact, I'm not sure if there's ever been someone who is that fat, you know, that overweight, that, um, you know, someone who looked like her behaving in this way. That's probably the only reason why it's even making news, because we've never seen that before. I'm just thinking in my head in this moment, have we seen someone like Lizzo before? We've seen women who didn't respect themselves and respect their bodies by dancing naked and doing all types of things, but have we seen someone who looked like Lizzo do it? I'm not sure. I don't think so. And that's the reason. See, the media picks up, whether it's social media, whether it's actual media, mainstream media, they focus on things that you know, are new and, and you know, groundbreaking. That's why she's that's why she's given uh she was given the entertainment of the of the year award because she was new, she was fresh. That's why Lauren Hill, when she came out singing and rapping, we'd never seen that before. That's why Lauren Hill was given at that time was it was a record, five Grammys. You know, Beyonce came, took the world by storm, Alicia Keys. Like it's always if you notice every year there's someone new and different that you know, um, that's considered groundbreaking, and they get all this love by the, you know, by the mainstream media. But, again, we have to stop being hypocritical. If we're going to be outraged over one thing, then we have to be outraged over everything. And I would think as Christians, as believers, we would not be more, uh, we would not be more outraged over twerking than we would be over, you know, actual demonic imagery, actual blaspheming of the name of God. I mean, we love Jay-Z, you know, who calls himself Jehovah, the biggest blasphemer in history. You know, Kanye West, you guys missed my last special, the special before last, um, where I talked about Kanye West and his new album. I did an in-depth analyzation of, of, uh, of his new, his new um, CD, 
and uh, you know the outrage because he's actually there are people who are outraged by Kanye West coming out with a gospel album. And I did a whole show on it, so I'm not going to go all throughout it today. But it's like, how are people outraged over Lizzo? How are people outraged over Kanye West proclaiming his love for Jesus Christ when Kanye West came out with an album called Jesus that was filled with blasphemy, including the title itself? The title itself is a, a blaspheme on the name of God. And no one cares. Y'all know, I mean, y'all know what I'm saying, right? Listen to what I'm saying to y'all. No one had a problem with Kanye West when he was, when he told, when he told the world he sold his soul, when he came out with an album called Jesus, when he was talking about being a college dropout. You know what I'm saying? No, everyone loved it. That's what, that's the people say. I want the old Kanye back. Well, what exactly is the old Kanye? The Kanye that was high all the time, the Kanye that was calling himself Jesus, the Kanye that was glorifying dropping out of college, that's the, that's the Kanye you want back? You want Jesus back? That's what, but, you know, but now someone says, you know what, I recognize the error of my ways. I want to be better. Instead of blaspheming the name of God, I want to proclaim the name of God. And now people hate him. Because he supports Trump, because he, you know, is he's, you know, a false prophet. Well, if he's a false prophet now, what the heck was he then? You know what I'm saying? What someone I would think people act like being a false prophet. People act like people proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ, but but still struggling with their spirituality. They act like that's worse than someone actually blaspheming the name of God. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's actually. You know, amazing. You know, but that's the world that we live in. Society wants to glorify duality. You know, the the yin and the yang, black and white. It's like everything isn't black or white. There's a little bit of gray in there. It's okay to do this. It's okay. You know, the whole tank thing, the media picked up on that quick. It's like, oh, no, you can suck a little dick. It's cool. You're not gay. You know, you, oh, uh, well, Billy, did, now, Billy did, did even say this. Yeah, he's you know the, the epitome of masculinity. This this is not my generation, but probably my mom's generation. You know what I'm saying? Billy D was like the heartthrob of all heartthrobs back in the day. So now the media wants to put this crap out with him talking about he's he's gender fluid. Billy D said, "That was gender fluid." I don't know what that is. He never said that. That's just some crap they try to put out there, man. They gotta watch this stuff. Let me tell you what they what they tried to do. I forget what, what movie it was. I think it was James Bond Spectre, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been another movie, but y'all remember, I, I never forget this. And I don't even really watch James Bond like that, but I happen to see this one particular film. And I don't, y'all might help me out if you, if you saw it. It was at the end of the film, and James Bond was tied up by one of the villains, and the villain was gay. And he was like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase. I don't remember exactly what was said, but he was like, yeah, how would you like it if I, you know what I'm saying, if I had sex with you? If I, if I stuck my thing, you know what I mean? And he was like, he's like, how would you like that? He, and James Bond was like, what makes you think that would be the first time? And I'm like, yo, we have this iconic character, this icon, James Bond, a timeless, you know, vi- uh, you know, 
heroine, you know, who has been the epitome of masculinity throughout as long as we can all remember. But what they did in that one scene that that can never be taken away, it planted a seed of doubt that said, hmm, James Bond might be gay. Check it out. I'm not making this up. Check it out if you don't know what I'm talking about. I think it was Spectre with uh, Daniel Craig. It was definitely Daniel Craig as James Bond. It was one of the Daniel Craig films. And he was like, what makes you think that would be the first time? And it's like, you see what they do. You guys are following. If there's a gay agenda, there's a satanic agenda to blur the lines between what's right and what's wrong, what's good and what's evil, what's okay and what's not okay. You know what I mean? And they're doing with all these. Why do you think if you just just watch all these gay jokes, Kevin Hart wearing a dress, all these did LeBron James in a dress, all these different people in a dress, you know, or wearing makeup, Kirk Franklin in that stupid video where he had the, the makeup on. They're taking people, men, specifically men, and trying to emasculate them, trying to, you know, blur the lines. It's like, okay, yeah, you can be sexy. Okay, yeah, you can be a man. But at the end of the day, you're going to put out some stuff. Where we're gonna, that's gonna cause us to look at you differently, and I don't, I'm, I don't think it's come out yet, but The Rock is coming out in a dress. I promise you that. It's probably already happened. I mean, you can. I haven't Googled it. I'm just thinking now in this moment, but I, it's, it's probably already happened. If it hasn't happened, we will be seeing The Rock in a dress. And when I, when, when Dwayne Johnson comes out with a movie in a dress or a scene in a movie in a dress or hosting a Saturday Night Live special in a dress. I want you to think back to the data on Tolbert. I'm like, wow, like, dang. You know, he said that because they're taking all of these icons, you know, and just blurring the lines. You know, there was once a time where you looked at women like Precious, Gabrielle Sidibe, and were like, okay, yeah, she's not that attractive, but, you know, she's classy, she's, she's this, she's that. But now they're, they're just saying, nah, no more of that. You know, yeah, we had the sex symbols that were young and pretty and petite. Now we're going to get these big women, you know, and we're just going to make everybody hoes. That's just what it is. But that's, I want to read you all a scripture, and I'm going to get out of here. I'm not going to wrap your ears off all day. But I just want to read a scripture. There's a, a verse, one of my favorite verses, and I told you on the beginning of the show that I was going to tell you what, what it is. It's not the twilight zone. But we are living in what I call and what the Bible refers to as the spirit of the Antichrist. That's when, this, is what the, this is 1 John 4, 2, 3 says. I just want to read to you. By this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, of which you have heard that is coming and now is already here. He is already in the world. See, and I think a lot of times, not to get too deep on y'all, but we talk about, oh, you know, the Antichrist, the Antichrist is coming, this and that. But, and he is, as spoken by in the Bible, but it says here that he's already in the world. So if you see this scripture in 1 John 4, 2, 3, you've got to ask yourself, well, if, if the spirit of the Antichrist is already in the world, well, where is he? Who is he? What is he? And what we are seeing here with various people, 
not just it's not one person that's the Antichrist. It's the spirit of the Antichrist that causes people, that allows me to be able to say to people, well, how do you hate Lizzo? How are you mad at Lizzo, but you love Beyonce? How, why is it okay for Lizzo to twerk, but it's not okay for Beyonce to twerk? And for me to just, and it, clearly they both twerk. Clearly they've both been seen in songs, dancing around in songs. Beyonce and, and uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B and all these people clearly have done much worse than Lizzo. But for people to see that and to know that, but still be able to part their lips and be like, what are you talking about? Beyonce's never done that. I, that's what people have really said to me. I'm like, are you out of your freaking mind? What are you talking about? Cardi B's never done that. Show me a video where Cardi B was twerking at a basketball game. I'm like, yo, what, what the heck? It doesn't matter if it's a basketball game. She, she twerks. You know, like that's that's what this that's what this scripture is referencing. Is people see you ever see uh, Left Behind? Not that not the new crap with Kirk. Uh, not not the new crap with uh, uh what's the name? Um, Nicholas Cage. Not that foolishness. If they watered that all down, I'm talking about the original Left Behind with Kirk Cameron. Where 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 people were running around killing people and like they, like the dude was the he was actually the antichrist and like killing people and doing all types of stuff in front of him and and, and people in front of him like yo did you see that they're like see what he's like yo you didn't just see that he's like no I didn't see anything and that's what that's it's like yo this stuff is happening right in front of us and people are just not looking they just don't see it. You know, don't be one of those people that sees evil, that sees hypocrisy, that sees duality, but just doesn't acknowledge it and acts like it's not there. You know, don't be one of those people that hates, or excuse me, hates Donald Trump, but loves Cardi B, or loves a better analogy would be Young Thug or Lil Wayne or Jay Z. Like Rick Ross, um, Little Uzi. Like, how do you love these people who rap about killing people, but you hate Donald Trump? And I'm not saying don't hate Donald Trump. I'm just saying ask yourself, how do you hate Trump, but love people who actually kill people? Meek Mill and rapped about drugs and gangbanging violence. You know, that's it's like. You you can't be hypocritical. You have to be honest with yourselves. So that's it, ma'am. Like I said, I'm not going to be here all day. I got things to do. You guys have things to do. Um, I want to thank you all for listening in. I want to thank you guys for following me over the years. Um, it's not, I don't just say the original Urban Podcast. You guys have supported from day one when there were no podcasts, when that term wasn't even in existence. When I started this whole thing, there was no pipe. There were no podcasts whatsoever. There was no breakfast club. There were no, it was just internet radio, you know what I'm saying? So I thank you guys for tuning in, um, supporting. Follow me, guys, uh, on uh, Facebook. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Everything is Dadon Tolbert. Um, you know, subscribe uh, to YouTube. So follow me or click the, the notifications so you can always be alerted when I, uh, you know, when I do go live. And, um, you know, man, that's it. Like I said earlier, if you guys haven't uh, ordered my novel, the award-winning Love We Had novel, everyone's favorite book, check it out on Amazon. 
Um, and uh, and that's it, man. I'm gonna get with you guys later, probably in a, you know a week or so. And uh, that's it, man. I'll talk to y'all later. Motivation, child, I did. I'm told motivating.